hoodie with Kirk though. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kirk though. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. Welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kirk though. Welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kirk though. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kirk though. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kirk though. I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kirk though. Welcome to speak on it with who you with Kirk though. I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome to speak on it with who you with Kirk though. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with Kirk though. I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. I'm at welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak. Welcome to speak. Welcome to speak. Welcome. I'm at welcome to speak. 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 I'm at who you with, Kirk Dog? Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kirk Dog. I'm M. Who you with, Kirk Dog? Hopefully everybody had a happy Monday today. Hopefully y'all got out and vote today. Early voting did start today. I've been talking about this for a while. First of all, let me let me welcome everyone to the show because we have a lot of new people tuning in. Facebook, YouTube, D Live, uh, Twitch, uh, Periscope, and Twitter. It's in the house. So um you know, I've been talking about this for some time, um, about the selection that is going on. We have a lot of representatives from different cities that is um, fighting to to take control over the city and want to be able to make a difference in the city. So uh, she was supposed to be here last Thursday, but a family emergency came up. Marissa Ward is in the house tonight. Uh, you can live chat with us. Um, and you can also call in tonight, 972-591-3665, 972-591-3665. And you can um, actually ask her whatever you want to. If you are living in Longview or if you have family that lives there, please, you want to let your family members know this is the candidate that can represent your city but we also need for you to get out and vote marissa welcome to the show how you doing tonight i'm fine how are you doing i'm doing great thank you for coming on keeping your word to the people um, thank you for having me but that's good um hopefully everything worked out great uh for the emergency that happened last week but you yeah. are in the house tonight with who you with, Kurt Dog? Um, um, so tell the people about yourself. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, I am a. Uh, I'm, I've, I've been in Longview for um, almost eight years. Uh, married to Reverend Lynn Ward for the same length of time. Um, I have two beautiful ind- individuals. Uh, you know. Uh, for for children, I have a 24 year old daughter who who has had my first uh, grandchild, who is four months old, um, and also a 16 year old son. I um, 
I, I attend Zion Hill Baptist Church in Tatum, uh, where uh, my pastor is uh, Gary Nelson. Um, 44 years old. A lot of women don't like to tell their age, but hey, I'm proud, you know. And so um, I've had a long, prosperous uh, career in the hospitality industry before uh, switching over to the electrical power industry. So um, I was at the top of my game there, but it just, it wasn't enough. I knew it was more to my life than just making money. So. But that's a good thing because um, I know it, we talked last week. Uh, you told me you was running for um, city council out in Longview, Texas. I reached out to my family and friends that I have out there. And I'm like, hey, y'all need to tune in tonight to um, find out who could be representing y'all and see what they're all about. I asked you the same question that I asked Kirk Johnson last night and also uh, Junior Izino last night. They mm -hmm. running for the city of Grand Prairie City Council. And I asked them all, what are you going to do for the people of that city? Oh, Okay, so I try to keep it to a minimum because it's a lot. <laughs> okay, so before I answer you, I need you to know that a lot of what I'm about to bring up, I was doing back in 2015 when I had absolutely, absolutely, say it one more time, absolutely, absolutely no plans of running for any office. I love politics. I'm always in the know. Um, but not not running, you know. I, I felt like I was doing enough when I left, you know, the work industry and just dedicated my life to serving others. Um, but anyway, one thing I'm gonna do is, and I know it's not gonna be uh, just a. Uh, I, I can't I can't do what I'm about to say on my own. Uh, I'm I'm going to need the constituents to you know to step up as well. But the first thing that we need to do we need to stop complaining. So what I plan on doing is when I'm elected, I'm going to hold a major seminar. Now, I know COVID is going on, so we'll have, probably have to do this in like three or four phases, right? But I'm going to hold like a major sem seminar, right? And it's going to be where we're going to teach about civic education and engagement, exactly what that means to specifically District 2 and any other district that wants to, you know, jump on the bandwagon. Um, and in that, we're going to make sure that our constituents understand the roles and the responsibilities of your city official. You're going to know who represents you and you're going to be able to have a confident intellectual conversation about current events and what person is responsible, uh, you know, you know, for making that happen. Um, what I'm also going to do is, um, I've already worked, been working with law enforcement for bridging the gap between minority communities, um, you know, and, and law enforcement, uh, working with the fire department, uh, working to make sure that we get these, what we call a um, file of life magnet for our elderly and our disabled. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's a life changing tool to have in the, in the event that you come, that you become unresponsive after uh contacting, you know, emergency personnel. Um, I'm also going to make sure that we have adequate for years to come representation with our youth. Right now, we don't have enough representation. We don't have enough people stepping up in District 2. 
okay? And during my conversations, and this is not to put anybody down because I had to learn, I had to research. A lot of people are ignorant um, on things of the city council and, and local government. And, and I've been attacked because of the ignorance and I've had to explain to them, which, which we'll get into later, a while I'm running. You know, so uh, the other thing I'm gonna do, um, I'm gonna make sure that there's a link between city council, city government, and the citizens of District 2, meaning we're gonna have town hall meetings. We're gonna have virtual town hall meetings. Uh, I'm gonna be knocking on doors constantly. Now, right now, um, about two to four days after week, depending on my schedule, I knock on 20 or more doors, and this is before I even thought about running. And I'm just knocking to see who's in my community, who I can help, and who can even join me to help others. Um, I hope I'm answering your question about what I plan on doing. Oh, you're doing good. Um, want to welcome a couple of people to the show. T. Cal came on earlier, said, hey, Kurt, dog. She's a faithful listener. She also said, um, I will tell my family out there to check you out. Good luck, sister. Uh, Thank you. Aaron Willis. Hold on. Let me rephrase that. Dr. Darren Willis, who is also in Longview, um, is uh, tuning in for the first time. So hopefully, uh, Dr. Darren Willis, you will um, uh, like the page, click the notification for whenever we come on live, you will get the notification. You can live chat with us in the chat room. And also, I see a lot of people that's on Facebook. You can also take advantage and chat with us, especially if you're in the Longview area. Uh, this is a candidate that is running for a city office. This is the time to ask the question uh, for she can answer firsthand. And don't wait until after the election, because right now, early voting is, is running. It, it started today. Uh, you have until May 1st to vote. Uh, after May 1st, I don't want to hear no excuses. Well, I didn't vote, but my vote didn't count. It won't count if you don't get out and vote. So you definitely need to take advantage of it and um, make sure you are doing your homework on each candidate. Now, mm -hmm. I know a lot of these city officials, because like Instant on the show last night uh, with Kurt Johnson and uh, Junior, they was talking about um, uh, the people they running against is been there for a long time. They don't have no term limit in the city of Grand Prairie, which is something that needs to change. Uh, right. Some of them going on nine years. I think the other one was going on 12 years, and um, which is a long time, but they're not doing anything. Even one of the candidates said they didn't have time to be a city council, but they don't want to step down. So that's the type of stuff that we deal with. And if people don't get out and vote, we're always going to have that issue. So um, what about the candidate that you're running against? Um, have they, I know you said, you told me you're ready for them to leave because they're not doing certain things. What are those things they're not doing that you would like to see to happen for the city? Okay, well, first of all, let me just say this. What I'm a, uh, the, my answer in answering, I've already had a conversation with her, actually, too. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, and I, I told her I'd invite my tongue 
I respectfully told her, told her why I'm running. And it's because I am deeply frustrated. I am upset with her. Nothing personal for us, you know, any personal relationship. But I can't believe that you grew, that the point that she grew up in a certain community and she's not invested like she should be. And it's funny that you mentioned about one of the, um, uh, the sitting uh, council persons that said they didn't have time. And, and I'm pretty sure she's going to deny what I'm about to say because it's my word against her. But God knows and I know the truth. She told me that she's not even into politics. This is not who she is. And that's not what she wants to do. And I'm confused because I'm like, if I'm working my butt off for the constituents in my district and not, and I'm dishing out money and I don't even work, you know I'm going to work my hardest in the political realm. Just step down, step back, and let me do what I do. And, what, and, and let me do what I do best and to serve. A, a truly to serve. So um, I know um, we kind of got off, I guess we got off topic or whatever, but she, uh, what was your question? I'm sorry. I was asking about um, what are some of the things she's not doing for the city that you would like to change? Okay. Well, first of all, She's not stepping up. Let, let me just tell you why I originally ran. Uh, we used to attend the same church. And I'm, I'm, I'm nosy. I'm really nosy. Uh, when you add that with solution-driven, it's a powerful com uh, combination of what you have now. I'm stepping up. So it started real small. It started from her getting up speaking to people started murmuring negative things. I'm going to leave it at that. So I'm thinking, uh, you know, people... You know, you can't make everybody happy. You don't give a woman a chance. So I kept hearing things. So while I'm volunteering at different people's homes, organizations, different events, I'm hearing other things. So I'm just going to move forward and say I investigated one thing, investigated another, investigated another. Didn't like what I was seeing on her end. So I'm like, now, okay, you're just holding a seat. Then I said, well, let me do a little more research. Let me investigate the, the, the city alone view. So I started studying the comprehensive plan. I actually put it down the first time and went the first time and went back to it the second day because I, I I got a headache. Because everything that and I literally got a headache. And everything that that comprehensive plan says is working so well for North Longview and not South Longview. And when you have a representative who's agreeing to everything that's passed and you don't even know what you're voting on I got an issue with that see these are conversations that she and I had that nobody else has been privileged to and they're going to get mad and try to attack me but I'm ready for it because when I come to you and I actually and I can't and, and I, I, I dug everywhere looking for it it's in one of my folders when I asked her what, what was uh, the agenda that she voted on it was uh, it was the agenda. I think she voted on night in, in, in twenty. She didn't even know what she voted on. So she basically just went with the flow. Went with the flow, and this is my thing. Everybody knows that the that that your neighborhood is the heart and soul of the city, okay? And when you get back from working all day or playing all day or whatever you did, when you go back home, you want to feel a sense of pride. You want to feel safe and secure. And you want to know that when I when you go to bed at night, you have a local representative 
that's working hard on your behalf, not taking no for an answer and not letting certain conversations die down. I'm not saying you can get everything done. I'm not saying you're going to get everything done right off, but you ought to have some kind of fight in you. And there's no reason I'm coming from Shreveport, Louisiana, and I'm doing more work than you. And every time I ask somebody why they voted for you, they knew your mom, which was a sweet lady. I went to church with her too. They grew up with your children. It's always something personal, meaning they're, they're ignorant of what a, what a city council representative actually does. They're ignorant of the roles and the responsibilities because even me, when I get in a seat, hold me accountable. Hold me accountable, but you won't have to look for me. You won't hear, I don't know who my city councilwoman is. I'm going to stay in your face. When I tell you we're going to have town hall meetings, when I, when I tell you, and I'm talking about in person, I'm talking about virtual. When I tell you I'm going to be knocking on your door, not just introducing myself, what, what, what are your complaints? I don't promise you anything, but I do promise to fight. But I also promise to educate my constituents on the importance of coming to the city, the city hall, uh, the city council meetings. Go to your, your city council. Find out who's representing you and why this and why that or whatever. Just show up. You may not even know what's going on. You may not even fully understand it. That's what I'm here for. Just go and show up. You can call me. And when you call me, we can have a conversation. I just sat with a lady. And this is nobody but God. She didn't know who she wanted to vote for. She had no idea that the city council, one of her insurance customers was a city council member. And, and lives in a district. And I stayed on the phone with this lady for two hours explaining stuff to her that I had just learned. And I was excited about learning. And after we built a relationship on some more conversations and she saw, she did more uh, um, investigations on what I've done in the community, which I can back up everything I've done, I now have her vote. Yeah, All I'm saying is that don't live in a community don't live in a neighborhood and your neighbors don't even know who you are. Don't, am I talking too much? Cause I can keep going. Oh, no, no. Okay. So, so, so this is the thing. This is the thing. Seriously. I'm saying all of these things, but I need for everybody to understand this. And I've told her this. I am not her enemy. I am her opponent. Okay. I'm running because I know that district two can be better. And I'm very concerned about the future of District 2. And the longer we sit back and allow nothing to happen, it's going to be that much harder for myself and whoever comes behind me to get some things done. Okay? Exactly. When, when I was I, I campaigned on her street this Saturday, which she's been on my street, hey, I'm like, do what you do. You're trying to get reelected. Okay? People call me frustrated at the fact that why is she just not coming out? When she's been in that seat for six years and I, I don't even know who she is. I'm like, hey, don't worry about that. Take that frustration to the polls and vote for me. That's what you need to do. Okay. <laughs> but I promise you I've educated them on why they need to vote for me, though. And I and I told them where they can go get the information. Don't just take my word for it because I could lie to you to try to get your vote. So investigate, you know, who you're supporting. But anyway, and I went, I went on her street to introduce myself, pass out flyers, anybody wanting yard signs or whatever. 
and my opponent and her family all stood out in the yard like like it was about to be a, a fight between I don't know just because I'm, I'm not I'm not a thug never been in the game so I, I don't know but like it was like it was about to be a fight and there was an elderly there's an elderly lady that lives maybe five houses down and while I was talking to her uh she was trying to make she was making phone calls on trying to get a ride to the store and pay somebody 79 years old now you all talk about love thy neighbor. You don't want to block walk. You don't want to do this and that because of COVID and and, and some and, and and love thy neighbor. But you had a softball tournament with over three hundred some people that came out there to get free items and just have fun. Mm. But love thy neighbor. Nobody was wearing a mask and you're not vaccinated. Now I'm not vaccinated either. I, I I'm not, but I'm not around a whole bunch of people either. Saying one thing and doing another. And you say love love thy neighbor. There's absolutely no way you can't you won't you don't know what's going on right down the street from you. I took the lady to the store and one of her supporters tried to intimidate me. Wow. The, the ghetto side of me just came out of here, so I'm, I'm gonna stay calm. <laughs> she, tried, she tried to intimidate me, and I'm okay with what you do to me. I'm okay with what you say to me. I'm okay with you trying to slander my name. I promise you I'm okay. Before I put my name in a hat, I knew this was gonna come up. I'm a big girl. But what I will not tolerate. And I hope everybody that's listening listen, listens well. You would not bother in, in my while I'm around any constituents that support me. Because this is what I told the elderly lady after we talked and I and you know I had to calm her down. I told her we're not gonna talk about this anymore. I do want your vote, ain't no need to be lying. But this is the thing. It does not matter if you support me or my opponent. We don't even need to talk about that anymore. I've left my literature with you. I've left my phone number with you. And even if I find out that you voted for her, guess what? I'm never gonna regret taking you to the store. I'll take you to the store again. And Wednesday, I'm taking her to a doctor's appointment for 1030. I don't care who that lady votes for. Because when you do something from your heart, when you step up because you genuinely love the people, you don't do it under conditions. You don't do it for that reason. God called all of us to love and to serve each other, not love and serve only if you do something for me. So I wanted, I wanted the elderly lady, I hate to call her that, but I don't want to call her by her name. I let her know, we're not going to even have this conversation anymore. I'm here for you and you got a lifelong friend. Now she invited me to come to her house to eat. I hope she can cook because I'm real picky. I don't know what I'm going to do. But you know, I mean, I eat it. You sound like me because I don't eat everybody cooking. No, but, but she, uh, she she offered it, and I'm just praying. Oh Lord, I'm praying that she can cook. So, I'm sure she probably can down in Longview. <laughs> Some of that good I, I country hope. cooking. That that's what just made me nervous. So, oh Lord. Anyway, let's let's go on to the next thing. But but I understand exactly what you're saying. Here it is, right down the street from your opponent and one of her neighbors struggling to be able to get to the store uh elderly left uh young lady 79 years old and she trying to find a way to the store now and, here, and wanting to, and and offering to pay someone to take her and she's been without a, a vehicle for a while for at least over a month mm. i know because i'm nosy i asked <laughs> well the thing is you should reach out especially to the elderly. Uh, you should reach out to them, especially if you know they're in your in your neighborhood. 
make sure they're okay, make sure they don't need anything. Well, because... you know, I have to say this, um, and, I, and I, I'm not going to spend a long time talk, talking about her, but I will say this. Uh, one, or, one of her supporters mentioned it is not the city council, the, the city council's uh, mem member's job to make groceries and to do this and do that. But this is my thing. It is your job as a leader to serve. It is your job as a leader to go out and reach the masses. What if we had a, a representative that actually went to the people, not just people you know? Yeah. What, 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 what big difference would that make if we just stepped out of our comfort zone and not and, and, and didn't get people together to get you reelected? What would happen if you put all this energy, time, connections, resources that you have? What, what if this, all this had been done within the last six years? You know how much, how, what shape District 2 would be in? And I wouldn't even be running. There, there is no way I have to say this. I would have ran against her and I told her this. If you had been stepping up, I promise you, there was no way I was going to run. And I asked her, I said, what if I do drop, you know, consider not running? Because she asked me like five or six times in, in, a, in a 30 minute conversation at the courthouse last year. And I, and I said, well, what if I don't run and um, you and I work together and you don't have to put my name in it because I'm just concerned about our community. She stared off into space and said, I really would appreciate it if you didn't run. I looked at her and I said, wow, you just gained an opponent. <laughs> I didn't tell her that, but that's what I thought about. And when I made that one last call to our city secretary, and I said, just tell me just to confirm how long she's been in that seat. She said six years. I said, give me her accomplishment. She said, there's none. Oh, wow. And I started moving around, getting getting things together for us becoming a candidate. Okay, we have a couple of guests I want to acknowledge. Uh, welcome to the show. Yolanda Bush is watching on Facebook. Uh, Michael, and he want to know what political party are you associated with? Uh, Marcella Smith, always listening. Uh, and he want to know if you're going to run for the governor of Texas. <laughs> Anna Johnson, welcome to the show. First time seeing your name showing up. Said, checking in. Let's go, sister. Anna, while you're on the page, definitely uh, take the time out, like the page, share it, tell a friend. We are live, and you can live chat with us. Um, would you like to take the time to answer some of these questions? Oh, um, I, I definitely would. Uh, I, I am I am a Democrat. I am. Um, okay. But, but yes, I am. Uh, the, the good thing about running for this city council seat is nonpartisan. Um I really don't thrive off like Democratic or Republican. I'm, I'm for what's right, what you know, what's fair, and what who and what is going to get the job done. To be honest with you, uh, the person asked, "Was I going to run for governor?" I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I don't plan on ending here with the city council. I am going to be always prayerful, uh, making my petitions known to God and whichever he, way He leads me. Far as mayor, governor, hey, long as I got y'all support, I go. Exactly. Uh, Kerrigan Sanders, welcome to the oh, welcome to the show. Said hello, Marissa. Uh, uh, Kerrigan, first time seeing your name on there also. So definitely take the time out, like, share, tell a friend, and tell them they can actually ask questions live during the show. So um, uh, you are listening to speak on it with who you with, Kirk Dog. I'm M. Who you with, Kirk Dog? Um, 
one other thing we want to talk about. So if she don't have any accomplishments in the city so far, what type of condition? I know you said the South Side, uh, but most South Side is not all that good, no matter what city you go to. Right. How are the roads, sir? How are you planning on doing those and getting them under control? Welcome to the show, Annie. Annie Marie Rollins Austin. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, hello, uh, Ward. I like what I'm hearing. Hey, you got supports. Definitely like and share the, share the page. Tell a friend. Share it with them. Let them know we are live. Um, but um, what type of condition are those neighborhoods that District 2 is in? Is that the low-income district? or? Uh it, it is it is low income, but but you also have residents who are doing pr pretty well for themselves. Okay. 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 Now, uh, you you uh, one of my um, part of my platform also is economic development, which includes community economic development, which is where uh, you take old buildings that that need to either be torn down and they use and that land is used for another development, uh, or you bring that building up to par. And you bring in a vibrant business, okay? And also infrastructure, infrastructure is a part of my platform where I have so many, and I do mean so many, individuals who actually are complaining about their streets. You can go on Hughes Street, Sabine Street. I wish I had brought my list. They're, they're, they actually have holes, like literally holes in them. And this has been brought to the current councilwoman three years ago said what she would do and a resident hadn't heard from her until it was time for her to ask for her vote. So I said that to say what I would do is I'm going to make it my business to go in. Of course, I have to learn the process of bringing up propositions to my fellow district council members and to the mayor. So that's a whole different process. But, th but that is going to be in communication. Uh, you know, what organizations that uh, and grants that are already in place or money already allocated maybe to, to the south side of Longview. And I'm going to tell you something else while we're talking about that. Um, when you said what needs to be done. So if you if you're on I-20, OK, and yeah, you're coming in through the south entryway corridor and you're coming on to 595. Myself, including with so many of the taxpaying law abiding citizens. They're absolutely upset and mad. And I have had people actually cry. And I'm talking about tears. It is, it, it presents a very negative first impression. You have, you have a Texaco station that was closed down a month after I moved there back in 2013. You have an old Jack in the Box that was uh, shut down maybe two or three years ago. And the negative impression doesn't stop there. You have some land to the left uh, where I where I found out that it used to be an old Holiday Inn um, that that hadn't been utilized. Uh, you look to the right, you got some old um, hotels that that's not suitable for you and your family. I just put it that way. Okay, <laughs> other stuff goes on yeah. there. Mm -hmm. You got like three of them right there on that strip. Um, then you have buildings that literally, if I could, if I could just blow on them. <laughs> I wouldn't just like have them just torn down. And then you have buildings that would be viable businesses. 
you have when you when you when you when you go further down. Uh, let, let's get off the infrastructure just for a moment. You have a slew of uh, elderly individuals who lives who lives in that that part of town. Okay. Okay. They're not getting any help from the city other than the, uh, what is that United Way that helps them with their bills, and that's not really doing a lot. I called, asked questions. They're not holding virtual meetings to move forward with helping our elderly out. Um, and my organization, Be Busy Being the Change, we're actually helping to pay bills in that area. And I and I do me out of my husband and I out of our own pocket. We're making sure they get to their doctor's appointments. And we're doing self-funded food drives for them. And the Dream Center has really stepped in and helped out with other individuals and Urban Creed Motorcycle Group, along with, uh, and I, they're going to get so mad at me if I don't get their name right. But uh, I think it's Top Performance with uh, Chris Gray and Beverly Stevens. They're a part of that motorcycle group, and they've been helping out a lot financially because they know that we're going in our own pockets. Um, and we'll talk about that later far as, you know, stepping up. But I could go on and on. Um and then you have, let's see what else. And then you have, okay, this is the part that gets me, everybody. You ready for it? Okay. So I don't I, now I'm not against law enforcement. Let me put that out there, okay? Because I don't want anybody getting my words twisted, okay? I'm not against law enforcement. Because let me tell you something about law enforcement. People are saying, oh, get rid of the law altogether. I don't agree with that. Because if you're in a car accident, you become an assault victim. Um, anything happens, you're going to call the law. You're not going to call Ghostbusters. They're just the truth, okay? Yeah. But I'm going to tell you the issue I got, though. I don't, don't be in our community right up the street where I can literally walk out my door and be at the police station if I'm walking within five minutes or less. And, I, and, and, and the crime rate is still high. And or incidents happen, right? Yes. And then I've heard this from... If I had to count and be specific, at least seven people, maybe more, but at least seven people that I can think of right now that says an incident happened, shooting incident, blah, 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 blah. One had camera footage and they never heard back from the police department. I want to I want to change that. Now, I did have an interview with the chief of police and the public relations officer last year uh, regarding some of the. Um, the projects that they're working on and some of the improvements, because one thing I don't want to happen, let me tell you something. And I'm just going to speak briefly on this. When we talk about the police brutality, racism, we're losing our black people at an enormous race to, you know, uh, police officers. My, my thing is I'm not waiting till something happens in Longview. Exactly. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting till something happens in Kilgore in Tyler. We need to be doing something now. And all I'm saying, all I'm saying, and I know somebody's going to watch this on, that's on the police department or know somebody. Again, I'm not against our law enforcement. We, Chief uh, Bishop, love him. Good man. Christian man. My husband knows him personally. Really good guy. Other, you, you, you have, well, I'm about to go into a whole nother spiel. <laughs> well, you got some good cause, but that really doesn't mean anything to me when people are losing their lives. So I, I, I really don't even go with that notion anymore. You have good cause and bad cause. Because at the end of the day, when you're dealing with people's lives, if they were held to, if they were held accountable, and I'm talking about really held accountable, it wouldn't be a such thing as good cause, bad cause. It'll be I'm too scared because I'm going to get fired. I'm going to lose my retirement. Okay. You know, so 
Well, we talk about that all the time on the show, on other shows um, that I do, uh, holding police officer accountable. Now, when you talk about doing that in Longview, uh, could you tell us how that would look? Are they required to wear a body cam now? Uh, because I know it was the incident either earlier this year or last year where an uh, incident happened with a with a young uh, young black black male where it seemed like the whole police force came out for. I think he did a traffic violation, ran a stop sign or something, and there was a big commotion that happened down there. I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but I guess it happened either earlier this year or the last part of last year. Uh, to be honest with you, I hadn't heard of that one. And I do pride myself on trying to stay current. Uh, but I promise you it's something I'm going to look into. Okay. You know, to see what's going on with that. Um, and I'm wondering now if that's the lady that, uh, there's a young lady, lady that I know, um, she has some issues with her son and a police officer. So I'm definitely going to be looking into it. Yeah. And I think he eventually ended up getting a traffic ticket, but it did get pretty, um, heck it, pretty bad out there at one point. So, um, but he was able to get away with just the traffic ticket. And, and how, I know that you'll be a city council person. How will you be able to build a relationship between the city, between the, uh, uh, the residents and the police department would you have something in place to kind of make that bond a little bit stronger because right now in the black community we don't really trust policemen all that good right um well the the first thing is that i would do i'm I'm really big on education um i'm really big on uh seminars and i'm really and i'm really big on holding individuals accountable and so my first thing is that, and it's funny that we're even talking about this because I'm, I've already uh, talked to several different departments within the police station, again, even before I decided to run. But what that would look like for me is this, making sure that individuals understand the job of a police officer, okay? That, you know, what, what they have to face on a daily basis, okay? So we, we have to keep them in mind that they do want to go home to their families, but there is a job to do, especially, but we just want to make sure that they're, they're doing their job the correct way. Okay. So what I would do is for an example, um, to me, it's not good enough just knocking on doors, which that would be one of them. But what I would do is hold several seminars and meetings with the with the police department and actual constituents to come out and what i would do is the first thing i would do i would i would have the uh, officer to take the constituents into uh to allow them to see law enforcement through their eyes what they're faced with you know their fears open up be transparent with these people let them know that you're scared out of your mind sometimes let them know that when sometimes when you pull somebody over for a traffic ticket you don't know if this is going to turn fatal or not. You know, if you're going to end up chasing after them and then you get hit back. Be transparent. Let them know that you're human beings behind that badge. But at the same time, after that, I need you, I need the police officer to listen to the constituents to see why we don't trust you all that much. Well, you know, and some, some want to have more trust, but they need a reason to. So I just want to have an intimate intimate 
conversations between law enforcement and our black and brown community. And I'm, and I'm talking about, you know, Spanish and all. Let's just have a real conversation about what I'm scared of. Because at the end of the day, if we don't have those conversations, let me tell you what, what, one thing that's going to happen. I saw a video and it hurt me to my heart. There was a young man in his, in his own driveway playing basketball. He saw a cop. He hid behind the vehicle. And then when the cop passed, he came back out and looked down the street. You know what that told me? That if anything happened at their home, that little boy may end up dead, may end up losing his life because he's not going to call a cop. He's in a, he's in a, how do you say that? A catch 21, a catch 22? Catch where it's like, yeah, it's like, well, they trying to kill me. They trying to break into my house, but the police may kill me. And it could be the best cop walking. It, it could be the best cop that, that's going to show up, that's going to protect him, love on him, talk to him, make sure he's okay. But because of what he sees on social media, because nobody's having a conversation, because we don't have enough uh, officers coming out, you know, you know, doing more than required, because we don't have representatives, because we don't have uh, leaders, uh, uh, you know, church leaders, anybody with, a, with, with an able mind and physical capacity to, to, to change something. We don't have anybody stepping up having these conversations. Last year, um, with East Texas Connection, uh, another organization that I was with, I was their anchor person. I actually led a conversation with a diverse group of children. It's on my Facebook page where I allowed them to voice their concerns, their fears. And it was just really transparent about what they thought about police brutality, injustice, racism. Uh, one little girl, uh, she, she's so intelligent, so beautiful. Her mom told me that she was suffering from PTSD and just crying. And I'm like, well, what happened? Did something happen between your family? She said, that's the point. Nothing has happened with, uh, between my family and law enforcement. One of her brothers, they'll be, they, at that moment, they were about to get their driver's license. She didn't want him to get his driver's license because the way she looked at it, if you get your driver's license, you're going to get pulled over and you're going to die. Point blank. You're not going to come back home. So don't get your driver's license. Don't learn how to drive. You don't need a car. Just stay home with us so you can be safe. Exactly. Um, Dr. Darren Willis had asked the question, how do we establish the right nucleus of warriors? Um, okay, what kind of question was that? What? <laughs> if he's no. trying to like throw me for a curve? No, it's just basically want to know how can we uh, build that bond? I know you talked about... Um, uh, getting with the police department and, and everything, but also we want to also make sure that um, the policemen are held accountable. Now, let me ask you this: Do Longview have a a have a uh, citizen police review board there? They they do, and to be honest with you, I don't know a whole lot about that. But when I did speak with Chief Bishop, uh, he does. From, from what he tells me and from, from what I see of him, he does run a tight shift for as re reviewing officers and their um, um, what, what word am I? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to search for the right word. And their actions. And, and their actions. So, yes, sir. Okay. Now, I guess the biggest thing is 
it's hard to allow the police review, um, allow the police to uh, police themselves. So uh, here in Dallas, what we have is a citizen review board. They don't work for the police. They don't work for the city at all. But what they do, they investigate incidents that happen with the police department and they recommend what is best to, to uh, what type of action should go against that officer if they violated those rules. Like, for instance, um, uh, last year we had a brother um, on the show that is actually part of it. Uh, welcome, uh, Marilyn Miller Shepherd, to the show watching on Facebook. Um, had a brother on last year that is uh, part of the uh, Citizen Review Board here in Dallas. And he said what happened is if an incident happened with the police department, they all get a get an alert out to their phones. No matter what time of night it is, and they go to the scene. It's not about officer having three days to wait before they give a testimony. They on the scene as soon as it happened. Oh, so, wow. No, well, so, I can tell you definitely, I, we, no, uh, we don't have anything. No, th th and it's actually something that I need to talk to you about actually after this, because that's something that I would love to implement and proposition the you know, city council about. You know, uh, that, that would be okay. And I can uh, reach out to my friend and, and find out um, how can they, how can they mentor uh, Longview to get something like this, but you also need to build the bond between the residents and the police department, as well as the city council. I say on the show all the time, you need to know who representing you. I don't care what party they represent. You need to know, are they representing you the right way? Do you have streets lights out? Uh, are your roads tore up? Mm -hmm. That's that's what you need to look at. Uh, you And to be honest with you, if someone represented me to just sign a bill and don't know what's in that bill, they're not the person for me because... They can say, oh, this was in the bill, but then they turn around and do something separately. So at least with with uh, Miss Ward, she at least uh, reading the bills, finding out what's going on and seeing how can she help that community. Uh, I want to welcome to the show, um, uh, yes, Dominique Alexandra. Um, is that Dominique from uh, uh, National... Uh, I forgot the name of NGN, I believe it is. Um, Anna Marie Rowland watching on Facebook. Keith Johnson uh, said, Blessing to you, Marissa Ward. We are supporting you all the way. Uh, Marcella Smith, welcome to the show, longtime listener of the show. Um, yes, I would avoid that area just to go on Highway 31 and make you feel unsafe. I like that. I like that. Then he said, I meant, uh, I don't like that. So, uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Angelique Carr will say yes. So, um, so that's, and that's great. And you definitely have some work to do. What type of challenges have you had so far? Um, on, um, what type of challenges have you had? while you've been running i know it's hard to get in contact with you because you're always on the street 
and um, trying to trying to knock on doors. But um, have you faced any challenges so far? Do do so. If you want me to be brutally honest, you are talking about challenge that challenges that I've ran into since I became a candidate. Am I correct? Yes. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna be nice as I can, uh, professional as I can. Um, I don't. I really. It's hard. I don't even know where to start because it's so many. Now, before I answer that, let me tell you again. I knew that I would deal with challenges before putting my hat in. I knew there would be people against me just because I need to let her finish her her last term. You're running against another black woman. I've heard all of that. Okay. But the, cha- the the main challenge for me, and I'm and I'm so glad you asked that, is we we have a pastor there. Uh, I don't think I should say his name, just out of respect. But you're a pastor and you're a police officer, and you mentor children at your church, and you mentor Thrive Three Sixty. Um, you work with other leaders in the community. You want to join the ETAA where you're dealing with kids, something about discipline. But yet you can't practice what you preach. I want to let you I want to let you all in on something. And, and, and I'm so proud of the woman that I that I become because when I tell you, all I, I, I fought like hell to become who I am now. And I hope I didn't offend anybody, but it's just the truth. I can't I don't know to be anything else. That's that's how we are. That's how we are on the show. We are we straight up front. Yeah. Um, we do get personal here from time to time. So this yeah. is the platform for longest. I tell anybody this is a platform for everyone. Longest you are honest and respectful. Yeah. We don't care what party you represent. Just uh, be honest and respectful. But go ahead. Exactly, and 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 this I totally agree, but. So what a lot of you don't know, and you, uh, you, you all do know that I'm, I'm transparent, you know, but as a kid, I had a speech impediment, okay? I took speech for years, and if you listen really closely, I still speak with a lisp a little bit that I've had to learn to control. Then, then I end up getting braces. Oh, yeah, that really worked out good, right? <laughs> so... And then I found out later that, yeah, if I got really upset, I would start stuttering, which I didn't know that about me. I'm like, well, why they didn't help me with that when I was a kid? The stuttering part, like, what happened? So anyway, that caused me not to walk into my dreams. I wanted to be an attorney and a judge, okay? I still feel bad not the fact that I'm not a judge. I know I could go back, but my life, I'm doing something totally different now, so. And... It took me years to be confident, to be who God called me to be, regardless of whatever limitations I say I have, whatever insecurities. My, like my husband told me, he said, okay, I got it. He said, so look like to me, you have a choice. And I was crying, telling him, I don't want to speak. I don't want to, people going to laugh at me. Ugh, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So his thing was, okay, well, hey, I'm, I'm fine, baby. He said, but I need, in the meantime, I need you to take down your ministry page. I need, I need you to stop mentoring women. I need you to stop doing this, blah, blah, blah. He said, because is he going to do two things? Either you're going to be selfish and just think about you, woe is me, 
and sit quiet and do and do nothing because you feel like you you can't speak, like you want to speak, or you could Jeremiah one five. Before I knew you, I set you apart. I, you know, and I, I'm I'm, I'm kind of excited. So I, believe me, I know the scripture though. Anyway, but he created me before I was even born. He knew that he set me apart to be a leader. He knew that he set me as a leader, up as a leader to serve. And so regardless of what speech impediment or anything else I feel I deem is not good enough or makes me unqualified, God says you are good enough, you are qualified. So going back to those obstacles, the pastor made fun of my articulation and literally, and I had people to contact me about this, but I'm going to tell you where I'm, I'm, I'm glad of who I am because instead of me feeling bad about him making fun of me, let me tell you where my first mindset went to those children that children that he mentors. Those are young, impressionable, fragile minds that you mentor. And those same babies, I don't care if they're 15, 16, those same babies have parents and other caregivers who love them more than anything. So when they see you on there making fun of me because all I did was step up for my community that I love and respect and admire so much. That's all I did. You can't say I did anything else to you, my opponent, or anything. You're not going to find anything on Facebook. You're not going to find anything like a secret message, you know, from anybody. Because I choose, even though it's hard sometimes, to operate in integrity and love. But let me tell you, that's my biggest obstacle. Because those same children and their parents... They're going to see that and it's going to confuse them. Well, that means that I can't go to my pastor and tell him that I'm scared to speak in public because I think I'm too fat. Oh, I think I'm too dark because he made fun of that other lady because she couldn't talk right. Yeah, exactly. Come on, practice what you preach. And then you took an oath. Oh, you, thank you. Oh. Okay, so I don't cry a lot, but, I, but I'm, a, I'm about to. So come on, stop. So, um, and so now with you being a police officer, I don't feel safe now. So if I get in the car wreck and, I, and I'm able and I'm coherent or, or, or I become a victim or almost a victim of, of any type of assault and I see you, now I got to call the police on the police. Because I don't trust you now because everything that you've been doing that was totally out of order and totally against what God has called you to do. So, but guess what? I'm still standing. I'm not going anywhere. And on May the 1st, I'm going to be waiting to see what the people vote and how they vote. Exactly. And yeah. hopefully come come May uh, the 2nd, you reach out to me and say, hey, we did it. We did it. I don't live in Longview, but if I did, I would definitely represent you. We had a lot of comments to come in. Uh, uh -oh. Welcome, want to welcome everyone to the show. Uh, you are listening to Speak on it with Who You With, Kirk Dog. I'm M, Who You With, Kirk Dog. You can live chat with us in the show, and you can also call in if you want to. Um, if you want to be able to talk to Miss um, Ward one on one, you can actually call in nine seven two. Five nine one three six six five nine seven two five nine one three six six five, and um, allow your voice to be heard. Yeah. It's very important that we do vote for um, for our local election because that's where our laws are made. 
You need someone that is going to represent you correctly and not somebody who's just going to be in a position to build a resume up and then turn around and, and forget about you. I say all the time on the show, a lot of politicians, we don't hear from them until it's election time. And some of them today don't even come out at all. Like, for instance, last night, I found that in the city of Grand Prairie, they want to uh, raise the trash pickup either by two or three dollars. But then they sent out a survey to the people of city of uh, Grand Perry. And what they did was they sent out the survey with no no self-address uh, return letter for they can send it back in. And the person mentioned last night, he don't have time to be a city council, but he won't step down and allow someone that really wants to be in that position and do better for the city. Because here in uh, in Grand Perry, it's not one black person on the city council. Okay, only been one black person on the school board. So, and that's what they're trying to make a difference with Kurt Johnson and also Junior. Uh, Mr. Junior, they're trying to make a difference to change that because a city needs to represent everyone in that city and not just one particular race. And that's the thing that we have all the time. Um, Monica said uh, she has my vote. Hashtag Pastor Monica. Hashtag Army Vet. Thank thank you for (laughs) serving. Um, I seen Weedy Jean, Jean came on. Uh, Weedy Jean Wright, who is a faithful listener of my show, and okay. she's like, "Look, lead by example, uh, giving you hand claps." And um, people, I can see you have a great follower because a lot of people are uh, coming on; they know you are on. And um, uh, someone said, "Please like uh, Marissa S. Ward page and follow her on social media." Let's go! Let's go! Vote. I, I'm all for it. I wish I was there. I would vote for them, vote for her also. Because well, thank you. when I first talked to her, I'm like, hey, hey, if it was me, she she said some things. I said, man, she she on point. Uh, Dr. Darren Willis, who is also in Longview, said, Ms. Ward, comment regarding practice what you preach was reason for my initial question, but not pointed at anyone specifically. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, what was that? Because uh, that was the comment he made uh, earlier in the show. Probably. Yeah. Practice what you preach, and then it says, yeah. what re- I, "I have something blocked." It says, "What reason for what?" Uh, let me go back to it. Okay. Yeah, because it's kind of long. It gets small, and yeah. I'm, I'm I'm well over forty, so no let us get small. Say, Miss Ward, comment mm-hmm. regarding practice what you preach. What's the reason for my initial question? but not pointed at anyone specific. So basically he was asking about, um, I think he asked the question, uh, let me go back up to it. About the, about the warriors? No. Yes, uh, something about the warrior. Yeah. Um, it's something about the warriors. Um, how do you build the, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find it, trying to find Yeah, because actually, believe it or not, I hadn't forgotten about him because I actually wanted to know uh, I was cause, because I don't want to leave this show without answering any questions. And I promise you all, if it's something I ex- absolutely don't know, I'll tell you I don't know. Oh, okay. And, and, um, you know, but I, I just but I would like for him to break that, establish the right nucleus of warriors. Yeah, and and 
uh, Dr. Willis, if you don't mind, you could definitely call yeah. in. You could call in and uh, and explain exactly what you're saying. Yeah, because uh, I I, I want to answer him. I really do. Okay. To the best of my knowledge. It's up to Dr. Willis if you want to call in or if you want to um, put it in the chat, explain, talk about it a little bit more for she could get a clear understanding to make sure she answered that question correctly. Um, Anna Johnson said, let's share the broadcast. Definitely share it. Uh, Like the page. Click the notification for whenever we are live. Uh, You can be a part of the show. We normally do shows Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, and you can always live chat with us. And on on Thursday, we have Miss Risky. She's gonna bring some history facts every time. So uh you definitely wanna wanna uh, join in every night, Sunday through Thursday, and uh, be a part of the show. Trust me, we some days we get real. We talk about a lot of things that goes on in this world that that is just not right yeah so um so definitely um um i'm like i said when i talked to you last week i said look i i want you to come on my show to promote yourself because um uh because he's actually um um i feel the things that i've heard about you so far is very good and um uh so it's it's really good so and continue to do the great work um thank you so um but other than that if you had um had one thing to say to the people that can can guarantee they they're gonna vote for you what would you leave with them? Because I see uh, your flow going to keep going by real quick. So, um, <laughs> um, so what would you tell the people if they haven't made up their mind yet to to be able to get their vote? What would you tell them to be able to uh, get their vote and um, to have them join part part of you? Um, let them know what would you say to them to get to win them over and get get their vote because so far you my personal opinion from talking with you uh, and kind of like what your slogan say a true leader um, um, who has the confidence to stand alone the courage to make tough decisions that's a lot because it went by so fast I can read it oh, all. Well, I, oh, I can tell you. Okay, well, that, tell that's, exactly, that, that's exactly who I am. Nothing more, nothing less. You know, um, I, you know I, I'm, I'm confident to stand alone. And what that means is that if I'm the only one standing on a, on a, on a principle, what I believe in to, to be right, I'm going to stand. I'm not going to go in there as your next city council member, member voting on items that benefit North Longview more than South Longview, or or we just get little crumbs. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. If I don't have a true understanding of what's going on, I'm not voting on it. And I will do a full investigation on everything that I vote on. So if I have to stand alone, that's what I that's that's what I'm gonna do. And I have the courage to make uh to make the tough decisions. That means 
I, I have, you know, I'm courageous enough to ask the tough questions and have their comfortable conversations. And there's going to be a lot of those, especially with me just coming in. Um, I know that people are not really uh, happy about some of the changes that's going to be made because right now, not again, not bashing the current councilwoman, there's no fight. So they're used to the kind of just going with the flow type of thing. That's not going to be with me. I'm not going in to make any enemies, but I'm not going in there to, to, to you know, to find my best friend. Okay. We have you know, a call to come have uh -huh. a call to come in. This may be uh, Dr. Willis calling in to uh clarify that question. Speak on it with Kirk oh, yeah. okay. though. Okay. Cut your computer down for me, uh Dr. Willis. I can barely hear a lot of feedback. Okay, hello everyone. First of all, I'd like to say uh, thank you to Mrs. Ward for giving her time to us. Uh, my family and I, we're fairly new to the Longview area. We uh, moved here from California a little over two years ago. And the reason for my questioning is because uh, I've witnessed a lot of things as you all have over the years in the native black community specifically and i'm i'm in agreement with everything you're saying and so the first question that comes to mind obviously uh, there has to be a committed strategy uh, and then you have to have and I'm not telling you I know anything you don't already know, but just in the short period of time, I'm talking a two-year time span, uh, I've experienced the racism uh, where people uh, are angry, uh, nearly getting ran over by a car, uh, getting cursed out by the uh, flag-flying Trump supporters, uh, just all types of things. And so uh, my question uh, was pointed at us as a community. Uh, you, you, you're going to have sellouts regardless. Uh, unfortunately, in every native black community. So uh, how do we identify those that are truly committed to the cause that we want, which is change. Now, we understand change is continuous, but where do we begin? Uh, say, in a community like Longview, uh, to be somewhat of a model that maybe could catch fire to other communities. And so that's where I was coming from with that, because, uh, man, I have seen uh, some things over my time, even in California. I'm a, I'm a retired officer myself in the probation division. And I tell you, uh, man, it's been, uh, it's been a lot to see and witness. And, you know, you hear the promises of, of different politicians and here again, this is not pointed at you, Mrs. Ward. Mm -hmm. You hear the promises, but then you see something else. 
So that's why I just wanted to keep my words short uh, with that question. How do we identify a committed group of warriors that irregardless, come what may, because trust me, when change is impacted, it's going to ruffle feathers. We've seen this time and again. We're seeing it now, even with the trial that's going on upstate. And so riding is not the answer. Marching is not the answer. So what are the answers? And if we can identify those in groups, how do we identify and place the the strategic people in place, because some of these people that you've mentioned, I've met, I've come across, and I don't know, it just wasn't, uh, I didn't get the right vibe, if that makes sense. And so I've been somewhat uh, invisible, to say the least, because, uh, you know, I want, I'm the type of person I have ruffled a lot of feathers uh, in different settings and entities because I don't bite my tongue. And, and so I do a lot more observing than I do speaking until I feel comfortable enough with the right group of people that I can trust. Okay. So how do we relate that for you as a candidate, just listening to you, uh, to the people in layman's term, where they can move. All right, well, what, what it is you're doing. Well, okay. let's 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 give her a chance to answer. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. I don't know if you can hear her or not. You may have to. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, 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 first of all, I want to. I do want to thank you for your service. You said you're retired. Officer, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, probation officer. Probation yes. officer, thank you. And also, it, it does sadden me to know that you were a part of any kind of racism. And, you know, I'm just glad that you're still here. And it, it, it is, we didn't have the same outcome as we, if we're singing now. But the, but the difference with me, and if I'm not answering this to your liking, stop me. I don't mind. Because one thing about me, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I am going to speak my mind. Um, and I'm not going to filibuster it. So if I'm not answering it exactly how you want me to, like, can it stop? But let me tell you, I've already, I've already, I have a track record of being a fighter. I have a track record of not giving up. Okay. What, 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 uh, what sets me apart, and I know he, you are right. People will say one thing. They'll get in that seat and they'll become complacent or they kind of just, again, and, and, and this is nobody in particular. It's just a lot of politicians do that and they kind of go with the flow. But I know you don't know me other than what you see here. But if you saw, let, 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 me, let me say this. Before moving to Longview, I was actually homeless. My children and I went through a domestic violence dispute. And when I tell you I lost everything within a two-week period, everything, even my money. And that's, that's a whole different story. And my son had to have brain surgery that took him like a year to, uh, to, you know, uh, to overcome. And you're talking to a person who did, did never gave up. 
You're talking to a person that said, I may be down now, but every night that I go to bed and I wake up, I know I'm getting closer to whatever God has for me and being who he has called me to be. I'm a fighter. And that's not the only thing that has happened to me in my life. All I'm saying is that you really don't know until you give a person a chance. If, if I'm answering you correctly and transparent, you really don't know. You don't know that if you if you vote for me or you tell everybody else to vote for me, you really don't know if I'm going to go in there and do what I say I'm going to do. You don't. That's why I say just consider trusting me with your vote and see what I do. You don't know that if my opponent get back in there, if she's going to fight like heck because of the opposition she faced with me running against her. She may do more now. We don't know. Or she may just go ahead and do the same or same or we don't know. So but another uh, uh, another thing I want to say in answering you, you know, when you start a new business and things don't really flow right, you have all the data in place, you have the, the employees in place, uh, you, you just have everything lined out of how uh, the process is going to go. But nevertheless, it never fails. Something goes wrong, right? Same thing, same thing when you're trying to start a new initiative, right? You're going to meet people who are going to say one thing and do another. You're going to meet people who say who, who's going to say who they are and they're not. You're going to meet people who's going to say, I'm going to fight. I want to do this. I want to be a part of this team. But as soon as opposition come, they have behind a rock. So you have to weed out people and just continue until you get to those representatives and other leaders who are going to stand firm with you. That's what I've had to do in ministry. Uh, even with this campaign, there were people that started out with me that are not with me anymore. And I'm going to be honest with you. One of them, they're not with me anymore because they wanted to do some dirty things toward my opponent. And I told them, we don't roll like that. And one of the things they wanted to do was invade their camp and pretend like they was on their side and bring me back information. And I told them, no, I don't operate like that. I know politics are dirty. I, I know that. And I know people say, no, you got to do what you got to do. No, if I stay real, if I stay doing what I know I'm supposed to do and I create a vision that you can believe in, you're going to follow me anyway. You're going to follow me anyway. And we're going to create change together. Okay? I'm, I'm all about operating in integrity and love. So to uh, Dr. Willis. Yes. Dr. Willis. Yeah. So you just have to keep on. And, and I know you know you're a doctor. I mean, come on. I, I, and I know you're trying to find out for me because you want to make sure that I'm not elected in there and then I fall by the wayside like the rest of them. I can show you better than I can tell you. I can only tell you so much on this podcast. I guess I guess what 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 it leads to, and I'm gonna come back to you, Dr. Willis. Uh, if you could cut your computer down, cut your computer down for it won't be a lot of feedback. Um I guess one of the issues is either you're gonna deal with what you have now. Are you going to take a chance of trying something new? Say it again. Either you're going to deal with what you have now, or you're going to try something new and look for better results because what's in office now is not working for you. And they're not for the people. But here it is, someone that is saying they are for the people. You got a choice. Either you can go with what's there now or bring something new in. Right. And I don't disagree with that what i am saying is is there a for example and 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 this is hypothetical mind you i'm saying is there a three point 
or five point uh, area that resonate to the community of which she will represent that will uh, influence stronger support. Uh, obviously, uh, there is unhappiness with the status quo. So all I'm saying from a supporting perspective uh, in the message, and maybe I just hadn't heard it, um, what is the three to five point? It doesn't have to be anything long and drawn out, but how do we capture the minds to build that support toward Mrs. Warren. Yeah, well, well how, how do you build that? It, it, that's it, why it, I asked it, that initial it, question about the warriors, the people in place to support the message. How can that message be articulated into uh, the common voter? Okay. So, sound like you want to know how? what's the three points that you can use to and correct me if, if I'm it was wrong. Something simplistic, yes. Yeah. Um, how could you use three points to get the get the voters to support you? Because it's a known fact a lot of people don't vote for local election. Exactly. And I know today is the first day of of, um, yeah. of early voting, and a lot of people they probably don't even know it's early voting right now. Exactly. That that's my point. That's okay. Well, 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 this is the thing. Now, I can only speak on my half. First of all, I've made it very clear, not only on social media, but again, and I said it earlier, between two and four days out of a week, depending on my schedule, I knock on 20 or more doors. And I have documentation printed up with the, all the voting information. And I'm talking about from the location to the, uh, the, actual, the, the actual building with the address, the time, and everything. But going back to Dr. Willis, what he was saying about the three corners, uh, how can we get people to resonate and come out? For one thing, you go to them. Again, I, I know, yes, it's hard work. Yes, it's tedious work. I'm telling you, I know. You go to them. You're transparent with them about what, what your, you know, your fears, your concerns, what you want to change. And you listen to them. I mean, that, that's, that's the only answer I could come up with. You go to them. You let them know who you are. And an important in part of uh, informing them of who you are, you're transparent. And then you listen to them. And you build trust. You build trust. And make sure that you're consistent with that, though. Don't do that and then drop off and they don't see you again. It, I, I'm hoping, I mean, did that answer your question, Dr. Willis? Dr. Willis, you want to know if that answered your question, if you could uh, turn your volume down on your computer for you could be able to answer. I, I, I need to meet him, too. He, he lives in Longview. Yeah, I turned it down. Yes, he, he lives in Longview. And we, we need to meet she says she would definitely like to meet you and your wife. And um, definitely. Okay. Um, what I can do is uh, definitely set that up where y'all can uh, uh, get together and be able to communicate and I like together. Because because y'all can actually um, probably work together. 
he may be able to bring some pointers to your campaign or who knows he may decide to run for another district in a in the next election or something so right. i think it would be a great thing that cuz at this point we need all hands on deck yeah all hands on deck and it's it's um it's so hard people get comfortable in these positions and they forget right. about how they got in that position right. and that's what right. we want to make sure of whoever is running they're not going to forget about where they came from and right. they're going to continue right. to or how they got in that position because a lot of politicians they don't get out and go door to door to door anymore it's a lot of the new ones that do it and the older ones they like oh they're gonna vote for me anyway i don't even right. know they but, but but you know i, I uh kurt dog I, I do want to say this for a lot of people individuals that's listening right now okay okay i, I just want to make something very very clear okay um the young lady that i'm running against She she's somebody's mother. She has two incredible, beautiful, successful daughters. Okay, she's somebody's daughter. She's somebody's sister, friend, a confidant, all of that. So, I want to take time out to apologize to anybody if you felt offended uh, with the facts that I brought. But but that's exactly what it is. I've never I've never have. I'm not now, and I never will bash her as a woman, as a black woman, who's had to overcome obstacles her own self. Okay? Okay. All I'm, all I'm saying to the individuals, because I, I just want to be respectful of so many levels, and, and, and maybe I shouldn't be apologizing, but I just, I'm running, I'm running for city council. Okay? I'm running to change some things in my community. We're all in this fight together. And building a strong, vibrant, and livable district too. And I'm talking about from our homes to our blocks to our neighborhoods. We all want a prosperous, strong, secure, sustainable neighborhood slash community. That's what we want. Okay. All I'm saying is that it's time for a fresh voice. It's time for fresh energy. And it is a privilege and an honor to serve as a city council representative, but it's not all about that title. It's about getting your hands dirty. You got to get your hands dirty. You got to work. And for all of you, including that pastor I spoke of earlier, who keeps saying we don't need just another pretty face. First of all, thank you. I ain't gonna thank you <laughs> uh, for that. But the other thing is, look at my track record. How last year for National Voters Registration Day, I stood out in a pouring down rain and registered over 20 some people to vote and educated felons on their voting rights. And over five of them came out. I've mentored over 20 some uh, single moms and assisted with childcare to make sure they got to work into school. My organization, Find Your Power, with the help of God, I've, I've I, I got. Uh, caught off guard, but um, I've helped single. I, I've helped women of domestic violence get out of th those horrible situations into a life of beauty and choice. Before even running, this is all before I even thought about running. I constantly walk my uh, walk my neighborhood to see the needs, to see who I can help and who who can help me help those. When you have the elderly who 
who um, who live alone, they need extra protection. First of all, in our in our community, the lights go out all the time over there. So my husband and I have already started purchasing LED lights. When a, you, you put the lights in the light bulb, as soon as the lights go out, the LED lights come on for three hours. Because when you're dealing with an elderly person and their lights go out, their home become it becomes an obstacle course for them. The other thing, you have the foul of life that our residents don't know about. It's, it's been in Long Beach for over 20 some years. So if Miss Hattie Mae calls 911 to push her medical alert button and she becomes unresponsive, she'll have the medical information on her refrigerator saying this is my diagnosis, the medicine that I take, my physician, my religious preference, what hospital I would prefer to go to. And I, I myself, I, 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 our own pocket, we're having decals made for that door to alert the medical assistant uh, personnel. I've hired martial artists to come to Longview to do um, to teach self defense to our, uh, uh, you know, for our single women and our children. And now I want to do that for the elderly. I want them to take that cane if they can't move and knock <laughs> the heck out of them. Exactly. No, if they can. So all I'm saying is that I have a track record of just simply caring. I have a track record of fighting. I have a track record of not making excuses because of the weather, because people don't like me, because of my so-called speech impediment. Since that's a big deal to some of y'all, well, I have a track record for getting a job done. And now I want to show my love for my district by operating in the in the political realm. And that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, I see Tamika Franklin. I think she calling out folks. Um, she she name dropping, telling folks to get on board because um, we need every hands on deck. And, um, and also, Lift Every Voice, welcome to the show. I didn't get a chance to acknowledge you earlier, but um, she said, I don't know who Marissa Ward is, but wouldn't mind hearing what her political platform is about. Uh, she is running for a local election in Longview, Texas, uh, just a little small town right before you get to uh, Streetport and just east of uh, Tyler, uh, Texas. So it's about 120 miles from hey, Dallas. I uh, would love to meet her. I come to her. We can meet halfway. Whenever I find like minded people or people that want to know more about my platform, I'm I'm as eager to learn about them and work together because in the future, I, pr- I plan on branching out anyway. I'm going to do make my mark in Longview because I know there's a need. But anywhere else that I can provide a need, even if it's just in the, in the background, you don't even have to mention my name. I, I clean up. I serve. I stay in the background. However, I can be of help to anybody answering any questions. I'm all for it. But but when you mention uh, my political uh, platform, uh, it does consist of um, uh, public safety, along with public service, which I mentioned a little bit of uh, economic development, which I'm going to really be focusing on community economic development and infrastructure. And then the last is civic engagement and education. So I want to make sure that I do something, one thing, and I want to make sure I do something totally different than what other um, city council members before me have not done. And that's not to put them down, okay? Look, if you make all, in Longview, you have three terms that consist of three years, okay? Listen, when you're at your last term, 
and you're back in there that third term. Come on. Why are we not grooming someone to take over with a good, with a, with a positive mindset that's going to be for the people? Why, why are we not already raising capable leaders? That's why I'm starting with the youth. My youngest, my youngest member in my Be Busy Being the Change is eight years old. And the little 10-year-old, which is her sister, she's mad now because she wants to vote. And I'm thinking about getting her a fake uh, voting machine just so she can play like she, she's voting. She's actually upset because she understands the importance of leading by example. Okay? So, I mean, that, that's my platform. And if she wants to know more in detail, like I said, I would love to sit down. Dinner is on me. We can meet and uh, maybe come up with some solutions. Okay. Um, I'm not sure where Lift Every Voice is, but um, she can also put her... Um, uh, let us know what city and state you're in and we can uh, make the connection. Um, so definitely uh, uh, reach out to me. You're on uh, YouTube, so definitely reach out to me and I can send you a message. And uh, Miss Ward will be giving out her contact information a little bit later. So definitely be prepared for that for you can get our email, phone number and all of that. Uh, I see Tamika's still dropping names. Yeah, she, uh, she she's really she she's really big in uh, the Longview, Texas area. She has a lot of influence. And uh, what what I love about what she's doing, um, she's not putting it out there like I'm for this person or that person. She's looking for the person that's gonna uh, that's gonna make the best impression on her. And her, I, I think I think what her goal is uh, is just getting the information out there so people can evaluate each candidate. And make an you know informed decision. So I, I think that's what she's doing. And I I, 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 I can't even talk now. I absolutely love what she's doing. So thank I do you too. to make a I do too because it mean it mean a lot because that means she believes in what you're doing. Um even Anna is saying all hands on deck, everyone must do their part to educate the youths. Mm-hmm. And I notice a lot of people mention the youths quite a bit because they are our future. So we definitely need to educate them because myself, growing up as a child, one of my late uncles, uh, Robert Smith, he actually uh, used to used to um, go out. He wasn't in politics, but uh-huh. he he used to go out and and work with different candidates. So we he would hire us as as kids to go out and put out flyers and stuff like that. So, and he would always tell us the importance of voting. Make sure you vote. Soon as you turn 18, you vote in every election, not just for the for the president, but also your local election. Your local election. Because yeah. that's where your laws are made. So definitely um mm-hmm. uh let's look at that. Tamika uh, Franklin said that her sons live in uh district in, two. In district two. She yeah, her son lives in uh so 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 she does she does have input. I mean, I can't blame her. I mean exactly you know. Anna said, hey to make the Franklin. Um so uh Lisa, and that young lady right there, Lisa Mays, that's actual my biological sister, and that's all she does is laugh. Oh, so she's okay. probably laughing at me because I'm the I'm the clown of the family. And she's laughing at me. Look, she knows I'm trying to stay calm and not let the hood come out. <laughs> that Cooper Road. <laughs> no, 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 actually, more time. Not the oh, Cooper Road. I don't okay, think I'm tough enough for the Cooper Road. Oh, okay. I'm not uh, tough enough for them. I'm tough enough more time. Okay. 
speaking Marissa Ward, future city councilwoman. I believe you have a great uh, a great opportunity, a great chance of winning this, but we need everyone to get out and vote. If this is your first time listening to the show, you will hear me say from time to time, please get out and vote. On every show, I talk about the importance of voting, not just for the presidential election, but also for the local election. And also, I want to point out to people, if you have a felon and you paid all your dues, you can get your voting rights back. So check with your state. Find out if you could get your voting rights back. Normally, if you paid all your dues, you're not on papers anymore. You too can vote also. But check with your state. I believe vote vote.org have a system on there where you can actually go on there and find out if you get your voting rights back. Because voting is very important. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what I'm doing. When it's time to vote, I go vote. Since 18, I probably only missed maybe two elections, and that's because I was over the road. So, well, Kurt Dog, Kurt even with that, let me let me tell you, in, in my organization, Be Busy Being the Change, I have convicted felons that's volunteering for me, and they can't vote because they're still on paper. But this this is this is my my part in educating them. What you need, you, you can't vote, but you can still make a difference. You can. How do you make that difference? Well, you lead by an example. You show them, hey, I may not be able to vote, but I can still volunteer. I can still, I can still help clean up my neighborhood. I can still serve food whenever, like, you know, and, I, and I'm speaking on me on this. Uh, you know, when, when, when we're cooking, my husband and I, we have days where we actually, I cook a really, really big meal and we feed the homeless. They come knock on the door. They already know. And we, and we feed them. They know they can get a hot meal from us. Um, also, when I'm doing the um, the food drive, I have convicted felons that package the food in the boxes for me and put the addresses down. That way, when they get when they're ready to vote, they're already involved. They're That's already awesome. reading literature that I'm reading. So, don't let a title don't 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 let a title don't let your past dictate what you can do now to make a change and, and don't let it dictate your future there, there was a lady that lived in our neighborhood right behind me she cried she she laid on laid over on me and cried because ooh, okay so okay let me calm down i'm sorry let me calm down because my campaign manager i don't want her getting mad at me all right let me calm down so she grew up in the neighborhood, very well known in the neighborhood, actually grew up down the street from my opponent. The lady had been a convicted felon and had been off the paper for eight years and didn't know she could vote until I told her she could vote. She, she thought I was joking. And I told her, no, ma'am. I said, this is part of what I do. I educate. And I showed her, I, I, I took her to the black and white. I educated her. She laid over on my shoulder and she cried on Park Street, where my opponent grew up and has been city council for forever. And it was a lady right down the street that wanted to vote. And guess what? She didn't even get a chance to vote because she, she passed away. Mm. But she laid over on me and cried because she said she had been wanting to vote for the last eight years. Mm. So definitely, it, and don't wait until election time. 
If you're not registered to vote in this election, go ahead and get registered for when the next one come up. Yeah. You can vote. I told people that uh, back in November, if you just move to the area, the first thing you should do once you change your license or you renew your license, they're going to ask you if you want to register to vote. Tell oh. them yes. Tell them yes. Well, actually, actually, if if they if they have a valid driver license or ID, and and it's not the the correct address because they just moved to that that city, town, whatever, they can fill out what they call a provisional ballot. What that is, you still vote, and then the the voting or election administration, they'll check your eligibility out, and they'll if, if you if you're not eligible to vote because of whatever reason, they'll you know they'll they'll toss it away. Or they'll push it on through. But what you have to do is they'll contact you and then you'll present to them uh, your ID. Go, you, you can actually go to, um, just go to voter information. Just type that in Google, voter information. Because there's a lot of information there. You know, they're not going to just throw it out there at you, but it can be found. And if anybody has any questions about anything that I mentioned, anything, look, like her dog said, I am going to give out my information and I love conversations. I'll take you out to eat. Uh, I come, well, I don't know about coming to your house. It just depends. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I'll meet you somewhere, you know, and we'll talk. I'll sit in the parking lot and, and, and talk with you, depending on what I got going on, but I'll make time for you. And all I'm saying is that there's a way to do everything, but you have to be educated. That, that's all. Exactly. Yes, so yes. If, if you have questions about it, uh, we have a lot of more uh, statements came in. Oh. Um so uh, Keith the Johnson said, fulfill the obligation for the people of Longview, Marissa Ward. Um, Nicole said, proud of you, Marissa. Um, Nicole. Oh, she had misspelled it. Uh, and okay. I, Anna said, vote, vote, vote. You got to vote like your life depend on it. I know people, it use, does. people use that term quite a bit back in the days, but, but you know that's real. Today, we really need to vote and uh like your life do depend on it because it do your uh, your your future that that district or uh, or town or whatever you're voting for what does the decisions that we make today or don't make today it's going to influence our future and it's going to influence our, our children which are, which are our next generation we can't just pray for them we have to we have to like put our words into action exactly um Lily actually says, so proud of you, Marissa Ward. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, Nicole, the diva Anderson says, fucking shine, bright friend. Be you no matter what. Exactly. Wow. Uh, okay. Keith the Johnson said, it's called reinstatement. Yes. Reinstating your uh, vote. Um, you can go to vote.org to check your status. That's it. Vote.org. Thank you, Anna. Uh, Monica is calling out folks now. Uh, Chris, where you at? Come on, you gotta Come get on, behind it. <laughs> gotta get behind it. Ooh, okay, hold on. Let me that, oh, that okay. came up. That came up pretty small. I gotta read this one off. For uh, okay. Tamika Franklin said it is so important to vote. I'm not telling anyone who to vote for, it's your right. I live on mm -hmm. North Side, but I let my voice be heard. I use my platform to educate. I look forward to interviewing both candidates soon. 
Exactly. And and not only that, you know, that's one thing I tell people all the time. Definitely do your research on the candidates that's running for your area that's going to represent you. Make sure they are um, they stand for what you and your family need and not just for themselves. So I agree with you on that, Tamika. Um, so definitely uh, polls open up tomorrow morning. At, uh, do they open up at seven in Longview? Uh, during the week, they're going to open up at eight. At eight. And, okay. and I believe, uh, I don't have my paperwork, I believe Tuesday on the 24th, like 10 to 2, something like that. Uh, and then they're going to have a pause. But then May the 1st for District 2, it'll be at Stamper Park Resource Center, 502 North Center Street from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. But please do not wait until May 1st. Yeah, Get don't. the polls up tomorrow. Yeah. Matter of fact. On your lunch break. <laughs> huh? On your lunch break. Well, they probably don't have long one in lunch break, huh? Well, well they could hit them up tomorrow and just say, hey, I need to go vote and and go out there and vote. No matter how long the lines are, go out there and vote. What I did this past November myself, I knew it was going to be long lines. I drove around to Post and had me a cooler water, uh, some juice and some uh, snacks for if people was in line. I gave it to them. I didn't want no excuse why you cannot stand in line. Whatever I needed to do to help, that's what I'm going to do. So definitely go out and, and um, encourage people. If you know somebody who need a ride to the polls, right. give them a ride and, um, and let them go to the poll and vote. Don't wait until May 1st because we don't know what might happen. We may have another ice storm. Go out and vote now while you have have the opportunity. So, um, and for the all the new ones, uh, definitely like, share the page. You are listening to Speak On It with Who You With, Kirk Dog. I'm M, Who You With, Kirk Dog. Um, hopefully you follow the show, not just because Marissa Ward is on the show, but uh, follow me all the time because yeah, we, we keep it real on the show. I know a lot of my regular followers, they probably like, ooh, two nights. Curtis been having uh, uh, been having politicians on here, candidates on here. But trust me, uh, even with that, I'm still the same person. Uh, I'm, I monitor everything. I do research on everything. So if you want to know facts, definitely tune in and be a part of the show. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But definitely, Miss um, Ward, yes. please tell the people how can they get in contact with you? Okay. So first you can contact me uh, by email, change the number two at gmail.com. B-E-I-N-G, the change number two at gmail.com. And also a ward uh, for city council at gmail.com. And then uh, I can also be breached at 903-424-5889. And that's the number that I have for all of my listeners. I, I have that on my flyer. So Kurt Dog, don't, don't get scared talking about what you're giving out a phone number. Uh, it, it's something uh, it, that's actually my business number for everybody to uh, get in contact with me. So like I said earlier, I'm an open book. I'm very transparent. Um, 
I'm asking that all that, that those of you that can vote for me, please consider trusting me with your vote. I'm asking those of you that cannot vote for me to influence your loved ones to give me a chance to uh, so so that all of us can work together and be in the change that we we need and want to see in District Two. So. Okay, and um, I'm I'm trying to get it set up for I can actually. Uh, have your information on here. You said okay. 903-424-5889. Okay. Um, so you can actually uh, email Miss Ward, being the change to at gmail.com, being the change to at email.com. Mm -hmm. And you can also call her 903 424-5889-903-424-5889. And, and if it's their first time contacting me with that 903 number, I ask that they text first so I won't ignore their... Not saying I'm going to ignore, but if I'm really busy doing the day, I may or may not get back with you. So I want to make sure that you're texting me first to, uh, until, you know, so we can make that first form of contact and then we can move forward. Sound like you've been listening to the show because I tell people all the time, do not call me with a block number. Oh, I, I'm not going to answer. So I, so I hope that everything is fine, but I'm not going to answer. Out of respect, please um, uh, shoot me, send her a text. Say, hey, I would like to talk to you. Dr. Willis, if you're still watching, uh, you can hopefully you can get her email address and mm -hmm. phone number. If you don't get it, please reach out to me. And I will forward the information to you uh, for you can um, be able to talk to her and then ask them more questions. Um, Tamika Franklin, see, that's my, I don't even know her. And she sounds like she good people. Oh, that's said, so sweet, uh, Tamika. Said, I'm those, going to those are my friends. Tamika, those are my friends over there in Weird Meadows. He said she's going to be transporting residents from where Meadows apartments on May 1st. That's Tameka, all right, right there. Th thank you. Thank you, Tamika. Thank um, you. Thank you for stepping up. And I see uh they also put put the uh number up in the email up. Uh Dr. Willis said yes, we will talk. Uh, so that's a good thing. And and definitely hopefully come May 2nd. I know May 1st, it'll be a big celebration, but May 2nd. Hopefully we can get you back on the show and you okay. can actually um, come on, even if win or lose, you're always welcome. And if and if your mm -hmm. if your opponent wants to come on the show and and you, both of y'all at the same time, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay with I have no problem. So and so I know I I do get a get a lot of uh uh trolls so if somebody is trolling that is for her let her know uh she had the opportunity to come on the show also i don't know anything about it. i don't even know her name so uh but if she want to come on the show she more than welcome to come on the show and i can have you both on for y'all can uh figure out who the best candidate to support to uh lead um district two in longview texas so i'm, I'm, I'm always open with that um and oh 
Uh, who is that put that up there? Yeah, Miss Wanda. Uh, Wanda Pumpkin Hunt Williams. Oh, hey, we might be can. <laughs> she put the dates up. Um, yeah, April 19th through the 23rd, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. April 24th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. April 26th through the 27th, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. At so, City Hall. At, at City, City Hall. Hall. At City Hall. You can get your vote on at City Hall during that time. So that's good information for me mm-hmm. to Thank know. And you can make time to go during that time. Um, Keep the Johnson said, I'll be in touch as well. Marissa um, R. Ward and um, thumbs up. T-Cow said, T-Cow, she said, great talk and good show. Good luck. I, I keep I keep eyes on on tight. I think they this. said I try to I keep my eyes on this. I think that's yeah. what they meant. Yeah, you know that spell check is uh it it gets me too. Uh Tamika said, um, I think that would be great. Yes, definitely uh go out and um uh take someone to the poll. Definitely do that. Uh, if you know somebody who have a van or or a big enough vehicle, <laughs> hey, pal them up, well, take them you. to the poll. Uh, however you need to get there. If you need to have one on the handlebars and one on the back of the seat, take them to the poll. Marissa, you have Frank and Angela Brown vote. We love you guys. Hey, that's a good thing to hear. Um, well, Miss Marissa, I appreciate you for taking time out your busy schedule. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will hear from you soon. And if um, if not, it's um, it's okay. Oh, I'm you're gonna hear from me. I'm doing my part because yeah. my, my part is to support people. Now, the thing else with what she did, if I was in Longview, I would support her from the things I've heard and for what she stand for. Now, you really have to ask yourself, for the citizen of Longview, Texas, this uh, her opponent been there for a long time. And this is the first time she came out to knock on doors, to campaign. And after all these years, every election, she depended on people to vote on them. Now, I don't vote for people just because of their race. I vote for what they stand for. And if you are not standing for what my household needs, I'm not going to vote for you. And I think the citizen of Longview is tired of what they've been getting mm-hmm. and they ready for a change. So change is good, always good. But we have to get out and vote. I say we because uh, my wife and I are going to vote this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but we as the, as the people need to get out and vote and let other people know how important it is to vote for the local election, not just the federal, but for the local election. Next year, we have some major election coming up. We voting for the governor, uh, the lieutenant governor, the, um, uh, 
I'm about to call him his nickname, uh, Ken, the alleged gangster Patson of Attorney General. He got to go too. So uh, that's what we have to be concerned about. The Board of Education is um, is up for re-election next year. So Texas, we need to make sure we step up and vote. We seen how um, we seen how. Um, Greg Abbott changed his executive order last year in the middle of a pandemic mm. to represent one particular person. And we seen mm. how Lieutenant Governor paid for paid her fine for. Her. We seen how Ken Patson turned around and and stopped eviction, not to help the people of Texas, but to help his homeboy. So and not only that, Ken Patson never should have been back in office. He'd been fighting a court case for five years and still haven't seen his day in court. Last year, the FBI started investigating him about abusing his his uh, power in office. So those sort of things we need to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. And yes, keep it, yes, we do need to make change. Uh, Ms. Ward will be the change, not just locally, but we need to vote uh, every election. So I don't care who you are, what color you are, what party you are. If you are doing the right thing, that's who I'm going to uh, support. So uh, Tamika said, I vote for what a person stand for and what the track record show. I don't vote for show. I vote for show up. Ooh. That, was, that was powerful. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. So she's speaking true. Exactly. She trying to come on the show. What, what she doing? She trying to. What she trying to do? <laughs> I don't know. No, that's good. But, that's really good. Yeah. Um, Wonder Pumpkin Hunt Williams said, "My husband was councilman for District Two for eleven years." Who? Who? Okay. Who? Uh, who was he? What was your husband? What's your husband name? Um, wow, that's great. And and she she said earlier she you have her support. Actually, she said her husband name earlier. Um, let me go back up and see. Can, can she? She can't hear me. Is she? Are they still? She can in hear district? you. She can hear you. She can I, hear you. I just wonder. Are, are you still in District Two? And, and Miss Wonder, if uh, let me see, I think she just responded. Uh, her husband's name is Daryl Williams. Um, oh, oh, yeah, Daryl Williams. Okay, yeah. So definitely, um, that's what I'm talking about because he's he. I would assume he he did a, set the uh, paving down for Marissa can actually come behind him and run. And so, and, and I thank him so much. I do. So that's what the show is all about, trying to bring a spotlight on different candidates across uh, across the world that is running and, and giving them the opportunity to talk about what they're planning on doing. Um, she said, your husband know me. Um, oh, I bet he do. Uh, he knows everybody. <laughs> but when I get home, I'll, uh, I'll let him know that uh, that you reached out and spoke out. And again, I, I thank you very much. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. And please, if this is your first time, 
uh, watching the show, don't let it be your last time because yeah. we deal with a lot of things on the show. Um, we deal with current events. So uh, we, I said when I started the show, I never wanted to talk politics. I said that from the beginning and here it is today. You have to follow God's lead in everything that you do. So that's what I'm doing. Now, Miss Ward, I'm going to say this before we go. Now, you talked about uh, your speech. Look, God said, you go and I will speak for you. So wow. no matter what, you okay. Um, so that's that's a uh, never be ashamed of it because if people don't realize I'm a very shy person until mm-hmm. you get to know me. And I would start to uh, fumble my words, say things wrong. But I'm like, look, I just ask God to speak through me and give me the knowledge of what you want me to talk about. So, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going to say to you. Continue doing the work that you're doing in Longview. And uh, I'm always going to be here to support you. So, mm-hmm. but other than that, um, give out your information. Um one more time for people can actually um, um, know where they can find you at. Um, you can, well, I put it up, but uh, you can give her a call. Text first if you never called the 903 424 5889. 903 424 5889. And actually, they, they can actually uh, look for me on Facebook as either Marissa Ward or Marissa R. Ward. Uh, with the R, that's my political page. Uh, without it, it's a little bit political, but more personal. So then uh, go to those pages and uh, just see, you know, the inspirational posts that you know uh, that's there, and I, and some of the and some of the other work that I've done in the community, e- even throughout last year. And they can also find me on East Texas Connections, but you have to scroll all the way down because I haven't did anything since last year, but. The, the items that, that are there, they're very powerful and very educational. Uh, they go from why do we celebrate June 19th uh, to, uh, you know, felon voting rights to just so many other topics of police brutality and um, just information that we normally don't have. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely appreciate everyone for tuning in tonight. Yolanda Bush, um, um Marilyn Million Shepherd watching on Facebook, T Cal, um, Marcella Smith, uh, Fresh Veggies, uh, Keith the Johnson. I can't go through everything. Uh, Dr. Darren Willis, I appreciate all of y'all for tuning in tonight. And please don't let it be your last time until tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time. I love each and every one out each and every one of you please go out and vote regardless of where you are go vote let your voice be heard until then peace